0: Защити дві кольоровий шолом для спорту. Мріяв про справжню віну у центрі міста на фронті. Тут все як на справжній війні, Справжня смерть, справжня гроу, справжній бій. Черв'ячний щит поможе тобі, Захисти дві тебе ангел бій. Черв'ячний щит. Хах,
1: стили NFC. своїм тілом тіом
0: заступив кожен з них. Дай я ніч, жити, проти полу бойових. На й тато не батько пустив тебе, проте Життя за країну Щоб вірили У свої сили Зводили барикади, Ти вирішив Стати з ними обороні громади Перем'яні щити Захрістили не всіх Своїм тілом Тебе заступив Кожен з них кого усі чекали, настав, він мусив настати, лишилися до кінця лиш хто був готовий життя віддати, розпили, палили кидали гранати, стріляли снайпери по очах. Ми винесли з бою наших героїв. На їх дерев'яних щитах, дерев'яні шиди. Захистили не всіх, своїм тілом тебе заступив кожен з них, де я рішити
2: and ethno-fusion group Haida from Ukraine with a song called Wooden Shields. And it first came out at the time of bloody clashes between Ukrainian civilians and corrupt authorities during the Maidan Revolution, which began in 2013 at around this time. Wooden Shields were just one of the many makeshift articles that civilians used to protect themselves from bullets and other weapons used against them, which sometimes were adequate, other times not. Heidemake with wooden shields. Dobrý den, španělovní rádius uchycíte vítají vás na rádio předáči náš hlas rádio křížského koreňa, jaká podřídit vám si hodiny také k kožní srdce ze denáctého do třináctého hodene na chvalici HLY stojí deník MFM umístit námo při mikrofonii si hodinu je Pavlína a na hodenu hodinu budete s Oksana. Díakujuš historie chleper budete s námi na stůpnech dva hodiny mezi možnými si kabine venné národní sní Hello there and welcome to Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, coming to you on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm Paula Demchak mcquarrie Pokerinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be along at 12 noon to host the show in Ukrainian. I'm delighted to have you with us. We've got a great program lined up for you on Ukrainian Jewish heritage, part two of an interview with Alan Bernstein, the president of the Felstein Society, and he'll be telling us more about some astonishing developments in their preparations for the upcoming commemorations of the pogrom that occurred in Felstein in 1919. On Kneshka Corner, a book review, and this is a review of a book that might help you understand the conflict in Ukraine. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And our music on this edition of the show will commemorate the Ukrainian heroes who are valiantly fighting the invaders on their land. It started back in 2013. These modern-day Cossacks are risking life and limb to protect their country's fragile grasp on its sovereignty and independence, which was won so recently, after centuries of bloodshed. They fight today against a regime whose legacy brings only death and destruction to the Ukrainian nation. On the last Saturday of November, Ukrainians commemorate the Holodomor by lighting a candle, and they invite the world to join them. 85 years ago, this regime, housed in the Kremlin but with treacherous agents everywhere, deliberately starved to death millions of Ukrainians in its quest to create a communist utopia. Today, Western idealists are ignorant of, or oblivious to, the danger and tyranny of this perfidious ideology. Even worse, they support and promote it. Meanwhile, Ukrainian realists are literally dying to stop it from once again poisoning their land and destroying its people. We are coming up to the five-year mark of the start of the Kremlin's most recent war on Ukraine, so our music today will honor Ukrainian heroes, past and present. Those who perished and those who survived but now, along with their families, continue to fight. Only now their battle is against the physical scars and emotional trauma brought on by this unprovoked and very unnecessary war. As you listen to the music and hear the words spoken in this next hour, please join me in honoring those who perished and those who continue the valiant struggle for freedom to prevent the return and repeat of mass tragedy on Ukrainian land. Up next is a group called Luku, and a very fitting title to this song, which translates loosely as "War Is Hell." Vina Kurva.
3: Разрывая ланцюги в душчину ланки, в эфире що волаєш отче наш. І в скрині пилом вже припала вишиванка Та світ розділений на їхній і на наш Сидиш у тамбурі та думаєш як жити Від файки очі розтирають до сльози Та скільки вже собі могилу можна рити Коли чорти плюють на твої образи Війна курва! Гра-музика та не хочу того свята. Ніби свято, але хочеться кричати, обирати або жити, або вмерти, але я вперти, війна корма, і вона вже не де юре, а де фа. Що поробиш, буду без антракту, Обираю, хочу жити та Гей, давай, на бої подавай! Гей, давай, на бої подавай! Коли є людь у серці, там нема любові, Та не зважаєш, що в очах пече пісок З колін вставали каравок і чорноброві Співали так, що пронизало до кісток В кишенях кулі, сигарети та ікони Та в соцмережах пару слів і чорний дим Заграли струни та задзвонили дзвони Це моя хата, то мій Єросалім Війна, корва. Ра музика, та не хочу того свята Ніби свято, але хочеться кричати Обирати, або жити, або померти. Але я впертий, війна корва І вона вже не де юре, а де факто Що поробиш, буду битись без антракту Обираю, хочу жити, та Хей, давай На бої подав. Давай, hey, давай на бой подавай! Hey, давай на бой на бой подавай! До свята, ніби свято, але хочеться кричати. Обирати, або жити, або мертвий. Але я пердий, війна корма, і вона вже не дає ри, а де факт, що поробиш буду битись без антракту. Обираю, хочу жити, так. Hey давай, на бої подавай. Hey давай. Hold up.
4: poprowadziła Ciebie yeah. i ramię w ramię a przyjaźń Wasza nie przeminie yeah. nadeszła pora yeah. by podać rękę Ukrainie że ne wmerła ne Ukraina kiedy razem Jesteśmy jak rodzina, jest nadzieja, co wiecznie przypomina, że ne wmerła, wmerła Ukraina.
2: And another song that came out right at the outbreak of the Maidan uprising that was a Polish group called Taraka and a song called Podaj Ruke Ukraina and that translates as Give a Helping Hand to Ukraine. And speaking of hands, um, a lot of the protests were going on in the winter. Uh, it was very cold. It gets very cold in Kiev, where the Maidan is located. And this next song is uh, takes a traditional Ukrainian folk melody about burning, but it's a different. Uh, the traditional folk song is about a burning pine. This is about barrels of fires burning inside to warm the hands of protesters.
5: «Горела бочка, Горила бочка, дымила. Корила, бочка, дымила. Корила, бочка, дымила. Не дівчина сиділа, від не дівчина сиділа, тендітні рученки гріла, тендітні рученки гривала. Від не дівчина сиділа, тендітні рученки гріла, тендітні рученки гривала. Вой руці руці ви мої. Ой, руці, руці ви мої довгоносили напої Довго носили напої Ой, руці, руці ви мої довгоносили напої Довго носили напої Гарячу каву та ще чай Арячукабу, та щечай, гріся майдане, не скучай, гріся майдане, не скучай, гарячука, та щечай, гріся майдане, не скучай, гріся майдане, не скучай, горів у бочці цілий пень, горів у. Поцілий цілий день грилися люди цілий день грилися люди цілий день Горів у поцілий цілий день грилися люди цілий день грилися люди цілий день Горіла бочка палала Every day more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-a-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook.
2: Welcome to Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik. Ukrainian stories in English.
6: In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Sadhi Kelchuk's book, Conflict in Ukraine, What Everyone Needs to Know. Sadhi Kelchuk's book is dedicated to the memory of his mother-in-law, Anna Yerimina, an ethnic Russian patriot of Ukraine. Even though she was a Russian speaker... Anna carefully followed the news about the conflict in Ukraine at her home in Kiev until her very last day in 2014. Her intense Ukrainian patriotism was the inspiration for this book, which focuses on Ukraine's complex national and civic identity. Yakelchuk does not shy away from the complex realities of Ukraine. The very first section of his opening chapter asks the question, what is the Maidan, and what made it top news around the world? He explains the history of Kiev's main plaza, Maidan Nezalezhnosti, Independence Square, as the focus of three rounds of protest which changed Ukraine's history forever. Student protests in 1990, before the fall of the Soviet Union, established the square as a protest venue. In 2004-2005, the Orange Revolution protested a rigged presidential election and resulted in the election of President Yushchenko, who had been poisoned by his political enemies. Finally, in 2013, a protest against the government's rejection of an association agreement with the European Union resulted in the impeachment of President Yanukovych who later abandoned his country and fled to Russia. This led to new elections and the formation of an interim government in 2014. This relatively short book gives readers a great deal of detail about the history, geography, and political situation of Ukraine. After giving an overview of recent developments, including the annexation of Crimea by Russia and fighting in eastern Ukraine in the first chapter, the author goes on to prehistoric times to describe the genesis of these recent events. Subsequent chapters include The Land and the People, The Making of Modern Ukraine, Ukraine After Communism, The Orange Revolution and the Euromaidan, Russia's annexation of the Crimea and the War in Donbass, and Building a New Ukraine in a Globalized World. Based on solid historical research, the conflict in Ukraine should be required reading for anyone interested in global issues in Eastern Europe. Yakalchip's footnotes and bibliography, as well as his comprehensive chronology at the beginning of the book, speak to his commitment to presenting an accurate and realistic picture of the political situation in Ukraine. As a victim of Vladimir Putin's aggressive foreign policy, Ukraine finds itself in the midst of a war to defend its independence in the face of Russia's annexation of Crimea and brutal attacks by Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine. Clearly, Putin and his government see Ukraine as a crucial battleground in Russia's historical struggle with the West and as a place where Russia must take the last stand. The conflict in Ukraine reveals that the current situation is not only a fight against Russian expansionism, but it is also a fight for the very soul of Ukraine, against domestic corruption, bureaucratic incompetence, and financial mismanagement. Putin's accusations of domestic strife in Ukraine, based on ethnic hatred, are refuted by the author. He bluntly states that both Ukrainian-speaking and Russian-speaking Ukrainians are fighting against the separatists in Donbass. In fact, this conflict has increased Ukrainian civic pride and determination, to retain its independence from Moscow, and to restore its territorial integrity. The resolution to the conflict in Ukraine will not be easy, as can be seen in the final words of the book. The conflict can only be resolved in a wider international framework. Local peacekeeping in Ukraine is a global issue. Dr. Serhiy Yakelchik received his B.A. from Kiev University and an MA from the Ukrainian Academy of Sciences. He studied in Australia before coming to Canada in 1995 to do his PhD at the University of Alberta. He is currently teaching at the University of Victoria in British Columbia. He has written articles for periodicals such as Origins, Current Events in Historical Perspective, Perspectives on Europe, and The Washington Post. His books include Stalin's Citizens, Everyday Politics in the Wake of Total War, Ukraine, Birth of a Modern Nation, and Stalin's Empire of Memory, Russian-Ukrainian Relations in the Soviet Historical Imagination. The Conflict in Ukraine, What Everyone Needs to Know, is available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. Amazon.
2: Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
7: мов <speaking> кров <in foreign language> А справа бій, чигає смерть удалі голубі. Ми йдемо, одна сім'я, сто бойців, і з ними я. І день за днем, за разом раз, на сто бойців один наказ. Без ім'ям, хто Був наказ і сотня идёт. Крізь і куль політ. Крізь і крізь Ми йдемо одна сім'я. Стовіць сил, один наказ, зрубиш і на З роздоріж, до роздоріж, і так далее. ¡Hola,
2: Called Stobu which translates as 100 warriors, and that of course refers to the heavenly hundreds, the hundred civilians that were killed at the Maidan, which started the whole war. Now you'll have recognized the melody of this song, the Ballad of the Green Berets which is a patriotic song about the Green Berets, an elite special force in the U.S. Army. It was one of the few popular songs of, of the Vietnam War years to cast the military in a positive light, and in 1966 it became a major hit. Many cover versions have been produced since in different languages, with lyrics rewritten to reference local units in countries from Germany to the Netherlands, Italy, Sweden, South Africa and others. And of course, in 2015, this version in Ukraine and this year, 2018, a Lithuanian version on a TV show in support of Ukraine. The American song, The Ballad of the Green Berets, was written by then Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler, who was training to be a Special Forces medic in the U.S. Army. The Ukrainian lyrics were written by Alexa Nehrabitsky, vocals by Yulia Donchenko. And that song is dedicated to the memory of Andriy Ivanov, who was supported by the Ukraine war amps through their Adopt-a-Soldier program. Unfortunately, he perished on July 13, 2018. Beach Naya Pamyach. Visluhete Radioprotamu Nash Holos Radio Krienskoho Korinya. Kotrapo deetsivam Nakvali CHLY Oden Nul Oden Sim FM umístí Nanaimo. Hovorich Pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, Then and Now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. This is Paulina, producer and host of Nashholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. The Felchten Society is named after a Ukrainian shtetl called Felchten, which today is the town of Hvorodyskia. The Felston Society began as a benevolent society organized in 1905 in New York City and is still active today. In 1919, after 600 Jews perished in a brutal pogrom which took place in Felston, the society provided refuge and relief to the survivors. Next April, the Felston Society will hold commemorative events to mark the centenary of this tragic historical event. We first learned of these upcoming events, as well as the past events, last March, when we spoke with the President of the Felsten Society, Alan Bernstein. Last week, Alan joined us to share some recent developments in their ongoing preparations, which the Society is very excited about. One of these is a connection with locals in Hvaradiska, including a school principal and a Catholic priest, who are eager to join in this commemoration to help shed light on their town's Jewish past. In part two of this interview, Alan shares more details about this and other connections recently made. So you've been planning this. You said actually you started thinking about this six years ago, and but plans have actually been going on for the past two years. And so you've got the location set and you've got the date set and and you're planning the events as well but you've had something, you recently put out this press release, so a really interesting and exciting development has happened in Ukraine. So tell us about the connection there.
8: Well, it, it's fascinating because we don't really know how it happened. Hi. So we're kind of doing our own uh, private detective work trying to have exactly how this came to pass. We suspect that one of our members, one of our Felsteiners, who actually was born in Felstein and who grew up in Felstein and whose family survived, even though they were Jewish, because they passed for Catholic.
1: Oh! Uh,
8: this lady, uh, her name is Paulina Lerner, uh, went back to visit Felstein this past spring. And I believe it's as a result of her visit to Felstein that the uh, local Catholic priest got involved. and. Uh, so, I think that she happened to, when she was there, meet with the principal of the school, a fellow by the name of Yuri Fedorov, and they talked about uh, what kind of sustained activities there could be that would bring the history, the full history of the town, to light for the school children.
1: Mm-hmm. And they talked
8: about the possibility of establishing a museum. Type display in the, in one of the corridors of the school where they have glass enclosed display cases, and, and wouldn't it be wonderful if we could do a you know a visual depiction of what the town was like a hundred years ago? Wow. and talk about the Jews and talk about how things came to pass? Now they had that discussion. I believe that that discussion spilled over to the Catholic clergy,
1: oh. and
8: then we got this wonderful letter. From Father Peter, who said to us that we're going to have a uh, a memorial on the date of the pogrom, where we, we pledged to have 600 people with candles lit in the town. Oh, wow! And uh, we think that's a, a very powerful thing, and it's a wonderful a uh, message for the town to send and for the church to become involved in and. For us to be able to feel that our ancestors will be remembered in that way yes. on that day, so it's a really wonderful thing, and we're hoping to be able to work with other priests in the local area and maybe even you know get it to spread a little bit. You know, for instance, uh, Kemelnitsky, which is only about twelve or fifteen miles away, mm-hmm. might be you know another town where we we, we could uh, attempt to uh, reach out to the. And see if they wouldn't participate. Kemelmitsky itself has a synagogue that we're establishing communications with, but we're, we're hoping that the activity of, of Father Peter will spread to other communities oh, that yeah. suffered that suffered similarly in those days.
2: Oh yeah! What a uh, great gesture of reconciliation, and yes, maybe we I can. Think so. Yeah, maybe can we heal the wounds of the past and and move forward, as you know I think people hoped over the centuries. Um, so, what is the name of this church?
8: It's it's Saint Wojciech Parish.
2: Okay, and it's it's Roman Roman
8: Catholic. Yes, and Father Peter is also inviting the Orthodox, the uh, Eastern Orthodox uh, clergy, to participate as well. Wow! So it's not only going to be Catholic.
6: That's amazing,
8: and uh, you know, and of course, we're hoping that we're going to be able to get the uh, the synagogue and Kemelnitsky oh. involved. That uh, we'll see what happens, but it's very, it's a very, very, very wonderful and, and uh, inspiring result. Really? So we've been we've been reaching out to uh, synagogues and Jewish organizations, really, pretty much all over the United States, uh-huh. one at a time. I we don't. It's not like we have a lot of staff. We have, have yeah. a few volunteers, sure. and, and you know people make calls and people don't get calls yeah. back, everybody's busy, <laughs> right. you know, what is this all about? They don't really understand. And then we get a chance to to tell people about what we're doing and why we're doing it. You know, and so we're hoping that this kind of uh, activity will uh, begin to appear on a wider scale, even locally in the United States. Yeah. Uh, but we, we've we already got commitments from some very significant organizations in New York City, and in Jersey, and Massachusetts, and Michigan, and Wisconsin. We have some organizations in Cape Town, South Africa that are wow. participating. And then, uh, you know, Allison will t- tell you more about Project Kesher mm-hmm. and-, and how they're planning to uh, to participate with us. But we, you know, we-, we really felt that even though it's kind of a David and Goliath story, that it was up to us to try to, carry the ball and raise some awareness of these events that took place 100 years ago that really should be remembered, that uh, that there was blood spilled, and that uh, it's important that we remember that and that we, we continue to stand up against this kind of hatred now and uh, forever. Absolutely. So uh, we feel that even if it's a small thing, whatever we're doing is uh, a step in the right direction.
2: Yeah. Well, if you don't understand your past, if you don't know where you came from, you won't know where you're going.
8: And, you know, you said something before that's, that's really very true. And uh, a fellow by the name of Tim Snyder wrote a, wrote a book called The Black Earth. Yes. Which is an absolutely fascinating perspective on how the Holocaust developed in Eastern Europe. And his story is very, very akin to the kind of stories that emerged out of uh, the pogroms. How the, the Germans were able to come into towns and enlist the, the assistance of local hooligans to, uh, to run after Jews and others. That we see a great parallel to uh, some of the things that are going on today throughout the world.
2: Yeah, and, and we're
8: concerned, and we're trying to uh, use this event as a way of bringing forward uh, some of these concerns uh, in, the hist- in the light of history. And- in the light of what happened to our ancestors. and uh, And hopefully that uh, there'll be some potential for uh, healing.
2: And, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. And I agree what, you know, what you said really hit home was that these occupying forces come, you know, from outside and they find the troublemakers to create more trouble. And if we don't know our past, any one of us could be those hooligans or, or could be influenced by them to do wrong, to harm harm others, where we normally wouldn't. And I think if we don't understand the stories of the past and recognize the patterns that cause these stories to repeat themselves, if we don't recognize those patterns within ourselves, then we can't hope to stop um, the pattern from repeating itself. So I congratulate the society for staying together for so long for these over 100 years and commemorating this event and educating the public with such a a small group of dedicated people at the Felston Society.
8: Well, we're doing the best we can, and it is it is an uphill battle, and yes. we are really David and Goliath. There is no question about it. <laughs> but but you know what? We're 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 really when we see this kind of thing happening, and when we see things like Project Kesher, and we can connect with them, and. Uh, we see Father Peter's taking a stand, and uh, Yuri Fedorov and, and Felstein willing to to embrace our story. It gives us tremendous energy to uh, to keep on and, and and do what we can, continue to do what we can.
2: Well, and uh, certainly we'll. Help you, however, we can to to help get the word out, and uh, hopefully uh, speak with you again if there are any more developments. Perhaps we can connect up with Father Peter in Havardiska Oh, that that
8: would be wonderful! Wow, it would.
2: You mentioned the uh, Project Kesher, and uh, is, give us. I think we'll talk to Allison at length about that uh, in a future episode of uh, Ukrainian Jewish Heritage here on the show. But just give us a, an overview. What is Project Kesher?
8: It's 180 women's groups that are focused on trying to uh, reestablish Jewish heritage to connect people to form social networks of people who came from Jewish backgrounds. Uh, There are many people in Ukraine and in Eastern Europe who survived the holocaust who survived the pogroms who survived communism who survived all these horrible things over the past hundred years and who have jewish heritage in them Mm -hmm. and who are trying to reclaim that and who would like to reclaim that so that's that's pretty much the uh the impetus of their efforts i'm sure allison will be happy to tell you more about it and how they operate where they operate because i with 180 groups, they're, they're really, <laughs> yeah. they're really you know, it's really amazing that they have so many groups. But it's kind of like when we were in Ukraine in 2010 to dedicate a monument in Felstein. It was a similar thing in insofar as that in Kemelnitsky, for instance, there's a program called Hesed Besht. And it's a little community center. And the community center provides assistance if people need it. They have a clothing exchange. They have, you know, a furniture mm-hmm. exchange. They have mm-hmm. a whole bunch of things, services that they provide to people in need. But it's outreach, so mm-hmm. you know, we didn't even know that they existed wow. we, until we got to the synagogue itself. We really didn't understand what, it, what what it was really all about. But there are Jewish people there. There is there are people who you know who are definitely interested in reclaiming their Jewish heritage. When we had a ceremony in 2010 to dedicate our monument in Felstein there was a whole group of Jewish men who came so that we could have a minion when we said the prayers over the stone. So it was really wonderful. And I think there's a lot more of that type of uh, social activity that's, that's going to be happening in the future.
2: I think so. And, and the work that you're doing certainly will be facilitating that. That's for sure. So thanks so much for, for telling us, um, about your society, for sharing your story and, uh, this wonderful development, which hopefully will be able to bring more, um, information about the connection with the church and the, uh, original society of Filston in, in Ukraine. So thanks so much, Alan, for joining us and hope to talk to you again soon.
8: Well, thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to it.
2: I've been speaking with Alan Bernstein, President of the Felsten Society in New York. You can find the audio files and transcripts for both parts of this interview online at com and ukrainianjewishencounter.org. For more information about Felsten, the Felston Society, and next spring's upcoming centenary commemorations, please visit their website, org. Thanks for listening. Until next time, shalom.
9: Темна ніч, тільки гради свистять вдалині, без зупинок і без вихідних лупить арта скажена. В цей пізній час ти кохана в Фейсбуці сидиш, видивляєшся листки за то молиш Бога за мене Курва війна розлучила з тобою мене Але вона неодмінно колись скінчиться. Знаю тоді знову ми як колись заживемо. Віра в це надихає мене і загарбником блуйце. Нечисть повзе, вже осілася міцно в Криму. Пошматовано Рідний Донець, бирю душах стражденних. Так, так я кулиси, мій дідуню фашистам смолив. Так я запоребрик зжену. Окупанти в мерзенних Холоди сніг, бруд окопів у нігті проріс і лиш у сні все ошатно і променісто хоч би на мить доторкнутись до тебе з дітьми, обійняти старе. Батьки Прогуляти з помісту Вже багатьох не побачиш у нашім строю Тіло в землі, але пам'ять про них не тлі Низь, колклонись, всім загиблим в нерівній бою, всім, хто душу і тіло поклав за твою Україну.
2: It was one of many original songs from the ATO zone, the anti-terrorist zone, which is essentially the war zone in Ukraine. Uh, many soldiers are very gifted and talented, and this, of course, has been going on since time immemorial. That song was called Temnaya performed by Mirko Sablich, and the title translates as Dark Night. Up next, one of the anthems of the Maidan, the traditional Ukrainian folk song, Element that became popularized again after the Maidan. Plewakacja, and this rendition is by Inna Ishchenko. <laughs>
0: Любі мої діти, мила мамо і тату, Я йду на війноньку нашу землю захищати. Не плачте за мною, якщо полі згину. Все вітам за неньку нашу Україну. Єдинаємося, браття! За Україну О душу нашу, віда моє дитину, за нашою землю, священну україну, по душу нашу, віда моє дину, за нашою землю, священну Україну,
2: Temporary patriotic song that was by Shabla Life, and the song was called Bracia Ukrainsiu Ukrainian Brothers. Dali <inaudible> Ale Peritemia je hoću zalaščitavasti, mudroste. Slabe silno ne pubidit and our proverb of the week translates as "The weak cannot conquer the strong." And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon, and until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. If you're able to catch the live transmission of the show, make sure to use the fantastic new media player at www.chly.ca. If you miss the live transmission of any show, you can always catch the podcast. There's a media player as well as a link to the Hollis podcast feed at our website, www.nasholos.com. We're also on Mixed Cloud along with the other fine programs here on CHLY 101.7 FM. So stay tuned next for the Hollis Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by Wellness Wednesday to learn how to be healthy naturally. And at 2 p.m., join Gord Bibby for two hours of Great Oldies on Groovin' with Bibby G. I'm Paulina thanks so much for listening Dozu
0: Прощай, сказав дівчинонько, Прощай, дівчино, чорно-бривонько, Хіду в чужую сторононьку. Прощай, дівчино!